Egypt could raise the roof here with a goal. I don't believe it. David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way to the World Cup Finals. And Scholes gets forward, he's got Heskey on for the pass. England are in again, it's Emil Heskey! Here's another Owen run. He's going to worry them again. It's a great run by Michael Owen, and he might finish it off. Oh, it's a wonderful goal! It's Kieran Trippier. It's it! Kieran Trippier's first goal for England is in a World Cup semi-final inside five minutes. And here comes Percy, but some fibbler on the pitch. They think it's all over. All right, guys, welcome back to Face of Power podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling, and with me today, very special guest from the Football Musketeers, it's Christian. What's going on, mate? Hello, yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be on. Mm. Going to be put in the hot seat today. All the questions being thrown your way, you know. I'm interested to see what, see what we're going to come up with. But of course, in the top left as well, we've got Pets. Hello. How are you doing today? Yeah, all good, thank you. All good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing what we're going to come up with. And I think we kick things off with your touchdown attire. We've, we've asked this question before and everyone's sort of gone for that smart, casual suit, you know, Clarence Seydorf sort of, <laughs> you know, understandable. Yeah. What are you going for? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this as well. And in my head, I'd love to pull off like the Scotty Parker look. Really, you know, oh, smart. Yeah. yeah, the old jacket, nice smart coat. Realistically, if you know, if you you can look at me and you can see me, I'm not pulling that off. Um, I think. Be, <laughs> I think oh, don't I'd, do yourself down. I, I could see you in it. <laughs> doesn't mean I'd look as good, but I'd give it a go. Um, I think realistically, nice polo, tracksuit bottom, branded, you know, top and bottom. You know, wear, wear your badge with pride. That's my nice. Oh, your tracksuit, the tracksuit approach. Okay. Yeah, a bit of Tony Police. Go for a bit it. of Tony Police. Are you going cap or not? Well, seeing as I'm wearing one now, I'm going to. <laughs> Are you going back to front cap or, or, or front facing sort of vibe? Well, I mean, front facing is a little bit, you know, makes my head look even bigger. So I might go back. Ooh. And the front facing is all business, though, isn't it? Really, it is front, a bit, you're yeah. a bit like, yeah, you know, the players can chat to you you're a bit of like an ole, ole type, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, I'm liking yeah. that. I, th- I think uh, back back to front is a bit of, of you know nicknames for all the players. None of them would be their first names. It would all be you know like Rashi. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No criticism whatsoever. That's what we like to see. No. Um, obviously, bear in mind this hypothetical as well. It's a blazing hot day. You got your tracksuit top on. What's underneath that? Because obviously, as we said to everyone, you'll be throwing it, you know, in disgust at the bench when you can see the sloppy set piece in the <laughs> first five minutes. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, I didn't think about underneath. Um, probably, probably just go for something plain. You yeah. know, something. Yeah, just something plain. You know, just the massive picture on my face or something underneath. <laughs> well, it's something casual instead, instead of it being monogrammed you're gonna have an actual second yeah, just, face there yeah just just you know just 
understated. Well, what's the, the what's, the ex- what's the expression on the face going to be? Is it going to be quite stern? <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as I've got my hat back to front, it's probably going to be uh, open arms and a big smiley lad. But yeah, I don't know. I like that. Just for it right now. Uh, d- double thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Friend. <laughs> I just for it right now. I think a, an England branded white polo. Of course, if you wore that anywhere else, I think that would look quite bad. I think that would look quite embarrassing. But, it, you know, on the touchline. You're quite smart. Yeah. Fits in with a colour thing. Just thinking as well that the cap is a very, the cap is a very easy thing to like throw in disgust, isn't it? So we, we've, you know, with, yeah. with Temi, Temi had a, uh, he had a roll neck for his and we were thinking, you know, quite, if you're angry, it's going to be a bit of a struggle to sort of do anything, make any statements. With a cap, you can, you can toss that away. I might That's great. A, I might have a pile of them next to me, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> okay lovely stuff so let's, let's move on to sort of the main question really and that would be what your sign 11 would be against Croatia and obviously it's what you would like to see not what you think Southgate will do because no one wants to listen to that yeah I mean I did have we've done this about two months ago on our pod and I've had a look over what I chose then and it, I have, I've changed quite a few players um, so I mean in goal back then I had Pope in goal um, and I think I've listened to some of the others you've had on this week, and I think the general consensus is there's not one standout choice in goal. They're all, you know, half-hearted, you know, bits and bobs. Yeah. They don't do well. And uh, So I was Pope, but after watching him uh, in the friendlies last month, and uh, I can't remember who else he was against, I think the only criticism that I had of him is I just felt really unsafe when the ball went back to him. Mm. Um, and I know Pickford's got his downfalls and he's not the best but he is better with his feet and if the, if we're insisting on playing out from the back I think for me it's going to have to be Pickford not, not through choice as much but I yeah. think he's the best of a bad bunch at the moment I sort of mm. I see what you mean um, Pope is is as you said very unconvincing when it comes to, to sort of spraying out from the back but when I envision and a keeper between the sticks, I, as Ed said in the in the first episode of this, I can imagine Pickford beating the ground in frustration after he's fucked something up, and I can't really imagine that with Pope. <laughs> no, probably just apologise. <laughs> no, I can imagine Pope looking. He wouldn't be as passionate as to beat his distance. He'd be more just looking forlorn up at the sky or something like that. You know? <laughs> it's Dean like, Henderson. Just it's doing... the real one. Dean Henderson. I can I can so see him just all. <laughs> Going under his foot, and he just he's like head yeah. in hands. Pickard's face is so like contorted in disgust, like by default, that I don't think he could get any more disgusted. <laughs> yeah, doesn't have to do much to that. Yeah. I think his his key thing that separates him from the other two is his World Cup. He's proven in the World Cup at least to be very very good and had a great tournament. And the reason why we're even considering him now is because of his performance in an England shirt. So that must count for something, right? Yeah, yeah I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Should start right back. Because obviously right back is the big debate, isn't it? Yeah. See, this is one of the positions I actually changed. Um, so I I did have, oh, I'm listening to your other episodes, I'm probably going to get hammered for this, but I did have Reese James <laughs> at right back. Um, yeah, so it's the one I've changed. I did have Reese James. I've now gone for Walker. The reason being, obviously, Reese James has been in and out of the Chelsea squad. He's yeah. not really been performing as well as he was performing before Walker has just looked so solid recently mm. and 
it just looks like he's getting quicker. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, he's getting older, but he's getting quicker. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like the, the Benjamin Button of, of fullbacks. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was born his slowest, and now he's, he's going to die like the quickest man in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I think, obviously, the, the, the debate is going on about Trent and should he go, should he not go? And I think after the season he's had to put him in there, at the moment, I don't think he is performing better than Walker. Hence why I've put Walker in. I just mm. think he's probably the solid one out of them. Three or four, Wan-Bissaka you could throw in. But. I think yeah. the most telling thing about the right-back discussion is no one, everyone is debatable but Kyle Walker. So why logically does he not, why is he not then guaranteed starter? Like everyone's taking Kyle yeah. Walker, no doubt. Um, Walker was my right back as well. And funnily enough, Reese James was my backup. Um, I just think he's by far the the most solid, reliable option we have. And ultimately, that's what you want a right back to be, is solid and reliable. You don't want to do anything crazy. I mean, Trent is capable of the of the spectacular. But you just want someone that can hold it down. Like England's famous for its defensive sort of frailties, if you like, internationally. So yeah, I think it's a great yeah. choice. He's capable of the spectacularly bad as well, isn't he? When it comes to <laughs> when it comes to defending, <laughs> we won't talk about that. No. <laughs> the thing with Reese James is as well. It's funny, like if you asked us maybe it was two weeks ago when Chelsea got to Champions League final and beat City in that one week, mm-hmm. if you said then Reese James, like I think very few people would be like, "That's a crazy shout." Yeah. But it just takes one week, one you know, a couple of games here and there where he's not performing that well. And suddenly he's, you know, he's not even on the plane for a lot of people. Um, the last guest we had on Chris said he'd be the person he'd leave out entirely from the whole squad, which I think, you know, pretty harsh. But I can also see it. Like Trent, you, it's, it's yeah, whether you I balance like heritage, like historical quality over, you know, recent quality, like rewarding them for the season they've had or rewarding them for basically the career they've had effectively. Christian, what do you think about the, what, what do you think about um, Kieran Trippier? Yeah, I mean, he's one of the ones I had as a backup, but this is a while ago. For me now, I probably wouldn't take him, hmm. to be honest. I think there's... Yeah, if I can't watch him week in, week out against like West Brom and stuff, yeah. <laughs> I, if, if I don't you're not, him. If you're not playing in England anymore, I don't care. <laughs> you can fuck off. <laughs> okay. No, um, yeah. Moving on to the centre-back pairing. Um, we this has been basically the least debated positions apart from like striker. So I'd be interested to see you've gone here if you've changed at all. Yeah, so I did have uh, Stones and Maguire. Um, so I've I've sort of taken this approach, taking into consideration who's going to be injured or potentially injured. So I've gone my back to pairing of Stones and Mings. So Mings is probably the question mark. Okay, but. I quite like, I, I do quite like Mings in the back and I think he just gives a bit more balance having a left footer there. Yeah. I'm always, a, I'm a bit of a stickler for having a left foot and a right footer. Yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, I think if Maguire's injured, I mean, you know, he's, his form comes into question now and then, but like, it's a bit with, bit the same with Pickford. He is probably the best of a bad bunch amongst them centre-halves, but yeah. if he's not there, they'd be my two, I think. Okay, so you're leaving out Maguire as like an injury sort of yeah. almost. If, and if he wasn't yeah. injured, he'd be in, right? Yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah, for um, me, it would be, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Oh, and yeah, just for uh, just just for our listeners as well, could you confirm that uh, our host Ed oh, does in fact please. look like Harry Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> I did feel a bit awkward telling him I was going to leave him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ed, what is your injury situation right now? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I, sh- I should be scoop. there. I should be there. I should be there. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's a side profile, I think, which is which is the most damning angle. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen so- like. Uh, some photos I'm like nah but there's some photos I, it's like me turning around it's like an action shot of me I'm like bloody hell yeah why <laughs> it's uh, very telling yeah no and the, yeah World Cup 2018 was a nightmare for me because obviously no one knew him before that <laughs> okay oh, who are you going for who are you going for a left back uh, left back uh, I stuck with who I said a few months ago so I've stuck with Shaw yep um, not really that tricky for me. I think he's probably the standout at left back. Yeah. Um, yeah. D- to be honest, didn't even give a second of thought about anyone else. Just put him in and didn't question it. So he's probably the easiest yeah. pick past Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Them too. I think yeah. just, they're just nailed on players, aren't they? Basically. I think you're, I think you're bang on as well. It, it's it's really a testament to our uh, our our co-presenter Daniel Hammerson that he uh, <laughs> he opted for Chilwell instead. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Crazy <laughs> choice. May I just ask a question? What team do you support? So I, I support my local team. So I'm Gillingham. So yeah, oh, not, brilliant. Not used to uh, much glory, uh, but <laughs> but celebrated when we do get some. Nice. Glory hunters nice. like the rest of us. Yeah. No, no one's a city <laughs> fan here, are they? Don't want to be bringing up 2000. <laughs> no, we, do, we don't have a city fan. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, quick impromptu question. Who from the Gillingham squad would you take along with you? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good shout. I mean, it would the the obvious answer would have been Jordan Graham, but he's leaving us, so he's dead to me now. Uh, um, <laughs> unfortunately, not obvious for me either, as I have never heard of this man. <laughs> I'm going to pick like, the most inconspicuous player we've got. Uh, probably just if it for England, you're talking about, yeah. Mm. So for England, because of lack yeah, of yeah. sentiment, I'd probably take uh, Carl Dempsey. Uh, Centimid, bit of a bit of a pull of the strings. Okay, okay, okay. Good I mean, see, see if you recognise him. Oh, I'm yeah. What I'm getting sort? that. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that sort of. You know, when you're a football, you're like a Premier League football fan, and someone from the lower, like you know, from League One, League Two, to speaks to you about football, and you feel so inadequate. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I don't know anything. <laughs> so when when, when Harrison mentioned um, that Chelsea on loan centre back, what's his name? Mark Gwehi uh, or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what, what would um, what would Dempsey be providing for the England midfield? Do you think? Um. So I think, I think he's if if you're looking at the sort of midfielder he is, I think he's probably the sort of midfielder comparable to sort of a it's a big comparison, but like a Jordan Henderson sort of role. Thought he so might that, say that. that, yeah. That sort, sort of, of does it, does it, does it all? Yeah, I mean, he got proud year for us this year, and I don't think he'll be with us next year. Potentially, he's under contract, but I think it'll oh, be snatched. Shame. Yeah. Very square head from these photos. Very square. <laughs> <laughs> Built by Lego. And you know, what, you know, when someone just looks Scottish as well, they just look like they're from Scotland, but he's, he's very much English. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Is, yeah. We could always do with more of those. But anyway, speaking about midfielders, yeah. I'm, assu- I'm assuming he's not going in. Um, what formation <laughs> are you playing, by the way? 
Uh, 4-2-3-1. Oh, that's what I went for as well. Thinking man's choice. (laughs) Midfield two. So this is on the basis that Henderson is out, which I'm guessing he's probably going to be. So I've gone for a it's a bit of a curveball, but I've gone for Rice and Bellingham. Mm. Oh, I really like it. I really like it. So this okay. is a little bit of a shout out to Jim, who is one of the uh, on the podcast as well with me. So he's been singing Bellingham's praises for over a year now. Oh, wow. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. he's been, As soon as he saw him go to Dortmund, he's been following him and he absolutely adores everything he does. Um, and I, I, I've put him in there because he sort of forced me to start watching him <laughs> and the more I watch okay. him, the more I like. Um, yeah. I'm very much a bandwagon jumper when it comes to Bellingham. <laughs> like, I, I, everyone else has realized he's good. So I'm like, Oh yeah, he must yeah. be. <laughs> and I think, yeah, I, I don't want Phillips in there. I know I've, like you were saying before about who you wouldn't take and stuff and Phillips, yeah. I wouldn't have him in the squad for me. Um, I really like that. Um, he was. He was. In fact, I was. I was catching some heat off my off my housemates for suggesting that I would leave Phillips at home as well. I've always seen him as a bit of a, don't know, a bit of a sideways pass merchant. Um, oh no, Phillips! I just don't, I don't want to hear about Phillips. Like, if you're starting Phillips, I'm. You know, I just end end it here. <laughs> we'll, we'll go again tomorrow. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I think there's such an uninspiring choice, isn't it? But you've gone for a very inspiring duo in Rice yeah. and Bellingham, to be fair. I'm really liking that. Very young sort of base of the midfield as well, which is nice. Yeah, I think I think it's what we need. I think if you look at the other midfield, like I was toying with Ward-Prowse. I think someone else said they were toying with Ward-Prowse, but I couldn't put Ward-Prowse over Bellingham just because of their age, because I think that would be the only thing. The, the international inexperience is the only thing I can yeah. think that will go against him. Mm. Um but that's not to say that I don't think he should be there. Very nice. Yeah, I'm liking that a lot. So across the 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 three ahead of them, let's start with the the, the right sided midfielder. Right side. So I've gone Sterling on the right. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, this is I found these these front three the the hardest, but not the hardest. So I I knew who I wanted to get in. I just didn't know where to put them. Um, so I've yeah. gone Sterling on the right, um, mainly because I just think, no matter, I think he's one of them players that when you look at his club form, no matter if he's playing well for City or not, whenever he plays for England, he always looks like he can do something. His, yeah. his final ball's not always great, and his finishing's always coming to question. You know, he started scoring a few for England, but I just think he's, for other teams, he always seems like he's a threat for them, regardless yeah. mm. of what form he's in. Um so, yeah, that's why I went with Sterling on the right. Okay, um, yeah. I think he's always... I've, I mean, I've slagged him off basically every episode of this of this series. Um, and I, I do stand by it. Our last <laughs> guest made a very good point in the sense that he's exceptionally good at sort of chance creation and just being, you know... There's a reason why he misses a lot of chances because, frankly, he gets a lot of chances. And, you know, he's, he's unique yeah. in that way. And having him in there would be valuable. Would I start him? No, but only because I believe there's just other players that have had better seasons that are in yeah. direct competition. I always, I always think of Sterling as he's like a bit of a he's a nuisance, isn't he? He's always in and around the box. Um, he offers he offers runs in behind that I think a lot of the other options don't. Um, I think out of, out of all these sort of wide wide options, um, really it's it's him and Rashford that are going to offer any sort of like run beyond the striker. 
Um, and you do definitely need that because otherwise it can end up being very sort of static, just playing around the box type stuff. So yeah, I think it's a it's a fair shout. As with uh, as with Ed, I didn't pick him for mine, but yeah, I like oh, it. Oh, 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 I picked him. No, he's in my team. This is this is oh, the, he's in your great, team. the great controversy. No, he's in my team, but I didn't. I, did, oh, I don't yeah, like him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in my team because, and he might be in my team for the same reason he was in yours. Uh, Christian is purely because of his directness, his ability to make chances, and he's very quick as well. We don't have loads of really quick players that are at the the right level for England. So yeah, I'm liking yeah, that. Great. Through the middle. Who we Through the middle. I have gone for Mr. Philip Foden. Yes. Uh, I think he's just, he's got to be one of the, I think him and Kane are the, the only two that you can look at that team and they are sure starters. I don't think you can go into the tournament now. And even, I don't even think Southgate can go into the tournament and not play him. No. Um, he's just, yeah. I don't like talking him up because I always get worried about talking up players because we always, we've done it with like Jack Wilshere and the likes. Yeah. And, you know, you see how that ended up. But he, he is very, very good to watch. And I yeah. hope he carries on with what he's currently doing because if he does, we are, we are in with a chance. Yeah. Maybe not this time, but, you know, in the future, definitely. So exciting as well. Like, I feel like you could chuck him in, at really any one of these three positions behind the behind the striker and he's going to do something he's going to offer something i think as well yeah. with the england like former sort of you know the kids that you think are going to be great and they don't turn out amazing is there a team in the world which foden doesn't get into like realistically i don't think there is at club level like man city i i think are the best team in the world right now and he is maybe the most important part of their attack which really says something at his age. So I think he's what he's so good. I think it's impossible for him to fail. I know I've cursed England just like that. <laughs> just like that, we've lost. He's but... getting a, a torn Achilles on minutes one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, that's the curse. Climbing off the plane, he, he's breaks his leg. You know. Uh, don't. don't. <laughs> okay, on the left. Now, for the left, I think there's two options that immediately come to my mind when I'm looking at this team. Please enlighten me. Which one have you gone for, if any? Oh, pressure now. See, I was going to stack it with the likes of Pace either side, but I have gone for a little bit more technical in the same. I've gone for Mount. Um, so it's a Ooh. bit of a bit of a. You know, I, I'm looking at this eleven now, and I'm thinking there's quite a few that you probably could question, but I quite. I think we'll come on to it later, but I think Mount is starting to turn people's perception against him. I think the whole Mount Foden argument, who's a better player, I think was ridiculous in the first place. They're different yeah. players. Yeah. Um, I think he is starting to show the fans of not only Chelsea, but of every other club, that he is a genuinely yeah. bloody good player. Now, but to, to, to put you into a, a predicament here, which one are you taking at Gilligan out of Mount and Foden? <laughs> If I had to choose, I would choose Foden. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> but not over Carl Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> not many are getting it over him. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, um, I but the two options I had in my mind were neither of them were Mount. To be fair, but I'm realizing now that you're probably not picking Grealish because of injury concern, right? Yeah, so he was in there. Um, well, originally completely different. I had Rice next to Foden. 
I was playing Foden as a centre mid and I was playing Grealish as a number 10. Oh, um, so, so saucy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, literally, if anyone gets the ball, we're knackered. But yeah, all out <laughs> attack. That's what I was going for. <laughs> but yeah, I think it looks more balanced now. Yeah. And um, rounding off the final position, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to write his name down. Peter Crouch. No, um, <laughs> if I'm this. Surprise calling out retirement. <laughs> oh, imagine the winner in the final. I would go ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> One last robot is all I want. That's all I ask for. <laughs> the stiffest, oldest robot. <laughs> yeah, no, Harry Kane. Nothing to be said, does it? I mean, he's the captain. Should he be the captain, do you think? Uh, not for me. No. Uh, if Henderson plays, he's the captain. If not, yeah. I'd quite like, quite like to see Rice giving it. If, if, oh. if, if Southgate's going to stick and he's going to be the future of that position, yeah. and I think show him that you're serious, give him the, give him the armband. And, are you, you, know, are you, a, are you f- in the same school of thinking as me where you don't love seeing strikers as captains? <clears throat> I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it yeah. It's got to be a guy in the engine room, hasn't it? Centre-half, centre-mid. I don't, even, no, I I don't really what. like... Keepers either, to be honest. Set, yeah, I'll, tell oh, what, perfect. I'll tell you what is really underrated. Uh, yeah. A fullback captain. I think that's class. I, think, oh, love, I, I, love, I love a fullback captain. So good. And Kane... Really that's, that's, that. Yeah, and again, Neville. Pioneer. Especially, that, that especially, when the, especially when the fullback is like in their twilight years. They're like... Yeah. They're, they're really slow. They're basically only in the team now because they're the <laughs> captain. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think with, with Kane, like... He has all the requisite. Like he's a, he is the best player. He is a leader. He's a very competitive guy. But I just don't like seeing a striker being the captain. Simple and plain. I feel like your captain's got to be behind. Yeah. He's got to be seeing and the you, action. You, yeah, so, you don't want to be seeing ex, an ex-Tottenham player as the captain of... Uh... Oh, fuck off. No, we're not talking about that today. <laughs> <laughs> Let me enjoy my life. For sake. <laughs> okay. I'm liking that team, though. I think it's balanced. Um, it's direct. It's the same team as mine, but with a different formation, basically, which I like. And yeah, mm, I think that, that would do well. Again, as we always say, Southgate, not picking this, I'm afraid. No. Um, there's no Phillips, no Eric Dyer. <laughs> no, uh, oh, don't, don't. <laughs> don't. I can't talk about him. We've banned him Dyer, from ours. After the season... After the season Eric Dyer's had, if he if he t- like touches the grass for one minute, I'm going to be f- <laughs> furious. Throw me pint at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did um, we we did say about Eric Dyer actually. We were talking about him and we said it's testament to how much animosity the player has when he scored the winning penalty. Oh gosh, yeah. And we still hate him. Like, that was that was one of the best moments of my entire life. <laughs> yeah, and I still hate this guy. <laughs> oh no, he is. Like, I feel a bit sorry for him. Like, he gets so much stick, and rightly so. He's bad, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, he shouldn't be in the conversation, but he just gets put. He gets played all the time. That's his problem. Like, the managers like him for whatever reason. He's versatile. <laughs> he could be bad. He could be bad in any number of positions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but anyway, speaking of uh, championship players, which he is, um, <laughs> which one would you be chucking into your side, into the squad? Not necessarily the side, but like you, you bring them along. Yeah, this I found this really tricky, just because 
the positions that I thought, my initial thought um, straight away was Todd Cantwell. And I decided against him in the end because when you, when you look at where he plays and where we are as a team, if you were taking it seriously, I don't think he would realistically ever have a shot again on the pitch at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's not to say he's not a good player and he doesn't deserve to. And he does a cool, think, does a cool celebration as well. He yeah. does do a good, yeah. I mean, that's worthy. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the pitch for that. But, um, We've already got Crouch. We don't need him. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. It's too much. Yeah, Crouch. Crouch robotting and Cantwell <laughs> dancing. That's what they're in for. Um, so I actually went uh, with Ivan Tone. Uh, nice. Only because my... Uh, when I'm looking at strikers, Kane is on. He's going. Uh, Calvert Lewin's going. Um, after that, I can't. No one's really staked a claim for that third. If we take a fourth, I don't think we will. Mm. If Rashford goes, he'll probably be that auxiliary striker. Um, he's probably going to take Ings. He probably would have taken Abraham maybe a year ago. Um, mm. But yeah, I think yeah. I would maybe Bamford. Bamford, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Bamford's. He. Nah, I'm not. I'm not sold either. Too yeah. posh. Yeah. Too posh. I was about to say too posh. <laughs> yeah. Go and play yeah. rugby. Looks like Dan Yeah. No, I'm not a fan of Bamford. Not convinced entirely on Watkins at the moment, which is ironic, seeing as Tony took his place at Brentford. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. He offers something completely different to what we've currently got. He's He reminds me a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of a taller version of Defoe in a really weird way. Oh. He just... Not not in the sense of the way he plays, but he just seems to find goals wherever he goes. Yeah. And Defoe, um, Defoe is a player you would always love to see on the plane as well. Like, no matter what club he was at, he could have been yeah. playing for, you know, Rangers or whatever that American uh, team... This conversation just annoys me because... Um, as a Spurs fan, he wasn't taken to the 2010 World Cup by a Capello in place of Emil Heskey. He was like <laughs> 35 by that point. Um, and he <laughs> just, his, he was a great striker, but his career came maybe the worst time in terms of like Owen, Rooney, uh, Shearer a bit earlier on. He was so unlucky because he, he could have been a starting level striker, couldn't he? He's still playing now. He's still getting goals now. Like he's like yeah. thirty-eight and he's still playing now. But yeah, um, you're going for Ivan Tony. I picked him as well. Very good choice. I think when you re- when someone is having that good a season in front of goal, where every single thing they touch turns to gold, I, you can't underestimate how valuable that could could potentially be on the plane. You know, say it's not working with Kane and Calvert Lewin's not working out either. You bring him on the last ten minutes, maybe you get something. You know, just offers something mm. different, doesn't he? Yeah. He's probably not going to have any fear either. That's the thing. When you're in that sort of form, you're going to take shots that maybe someone else, well, someone else wouldn't take. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. No, I like I think it. It was a, a, a near-unanimous choice for us, wasn't it, I think, uh, Tony? I picked him, you picked Ooh, him. No, it was quite controversial because Hamilton picked that, whoever that player was. Mark. Oh, the, the made-up one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Temi picked James Garner purely because he plays Manchester United. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think Dixon picked... I think he was Tony Gang, I think. Yeah. yeah. My brother picked Ben Foster, which I thought was crazy. Well, I mean, oh, if, he his, I, if he brings his GoPro, I'm down for that. If he brings his camera, that, yeah. That was the exact reason why as well. <laughs> <laughs> he could document the whole trip. That'd be great. Um, okay, your breakout star. 
of the tournament. And again, it doesn't have to be England. Yeah, so I was I when I was looking, the first one that came to mind was um, Diaz City centre half. Oh yeah. But then I sort of thought, well, he sort of already had his breakout in the sense mm. in the last month or two, people have already sort of started taking note. Um, so I've gone. If he starts, this is for England. If he starts, I think this could be the arrival of Bellingham. Um, and I think if he does start and he plays as well as I think he will, I think you potentially see him in the Premiership next year. Oh, wow. I'd love that. We, I mean, we've been talking about it before. And um, we say like United, any... Like you look at United's midfield, and then if they've got the starting midfield too of McTomney and Fred, you can't say <laughs> you can't say that Bellingham's not better than them two. So Com- combined, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think if, if he starts Bellingham, and I think yeah, he'll get the exposure because realistically, not everybody watches the German football. So yeah, it's true. Like yeah. we, we all know, we all know about him. People that are like very actively interested in football, but like for example, like my dad loves football. I guarantee he doesn't know who Bellingham is. He just doesn't <laughs> have that. But then once he's playing, you know, that exposure builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm. And what I found quite funny about Bellingham is he actually took a tour of the Man United training ground before he signed for Dortmund, which is weird. Uh-huh. Like because he was, they were like, if you remember back in the day when he was sixteen or whatever it was, it was like a year ago, mm-hmm. really. Um, he was linked to every yeah. big club under the sun, and it was dead certain that he was going to Manchester United. Yeah. Um, but you know what, Carrington must have really been an absolute state if he's going all the way to Manchester. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Moles, Moles Trafford. Well, yeah, Moles Trafford. <laughs> it's, it's not in great nick, is it? No, it's all one too many large rats scurrying around. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd not stay here. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, and you just yeah, because he signed him for like thirty million, didn't they, Dortmund? And you think like now he must be worth a lot more than that, yeah. a lot more. Three okay, times that easy. Yeah, let's um I mean, for, for Birmingham for Birmingham to have already retired his shirt sort of speaks about how good he must be. That's just that's just embarrassing. Now I don't, that's that, crazy. Get that out of here. <laughs> that is absolute <laughs> lunacy. <laughs> Unless they have the foresight to know he's going to be a brilliant player who will also come back. And uh, wear a shirt in his later career, which would be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) The number five, who are you controversially leaving out of the squad? See, I'm going to get a lot of stick for this if the boys listen to this, because I know they're big fans of him. But in my opinion, I think someone mentioned it before, but I would leave Sancho out. Oh, big call. I know. Um, Personally, I just. I see what he does for Dortmund. It just has never, for me, transferred into an England shirt. Whenever I see him and I watch him, he he always looks, I don't know if he, if he does or not, but he always looks a little bit scared and a bit timid to do the sort of things that he would do in a Dortmund shirt. Um, he reminds me of a little bit of when Sterling was really raw. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, I think as well with the system that I'm playing, or I would play, not I'm playing, as if I was actually going. <laughs> when you are in charge. <laughs> yeah. When I fly out there. Um, I I just don't see how... For, yeah, for me, that's who I'd leave. I just don't... I don't rate him enough. And the system that I would be looking to look for, I would probably, controversially, play Rashford and Grealish ahead of him. Um, hmm. That's just, yeah. I don't like yeah. Rashford. 
but I just don't know. I think that ticks the, ticks the controversial box. Massive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's the first time we've had him as well as our as our controversial person to leave out. And yeah. I, I don't I don't want to go on the Bundesliga rant again. <laughs> Every episode, it seems we take the piss out of the Bundesliga. But he is suffering. But if he play, if he played for I don't know Chelsea, for example, mm-hmm. on that yeah. right wing instead of Havertz, whatever Werner, I whatever, just whatever Barb is there. <laughs> I just think he'd be a near like dead cert for this team. I really do think he is a good player, but I think he's been injured. He hasn't played particularly well. I mean, not playing well in the Bundesliga, you don't deserve anything, you know. Yeah. Money yeah. even like when, he, when he's he playing, when he's paid. playing week in, when he's playing week in, week out against CF Lederhosen. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I genuinely do think that's going to hold him back if he does. If he doesn't move soon, um, you know, it's it's all about who you're playing against week in, week out. It's it's easy to look good if you're against the fullback that you know is part time carpenter, but <laughs> it's uh, it's a different thing coming up against like, Premiership teams and you know La Liga. But we'll say, mm. yeah, I mean. Controversial. I get it. I get it. I think the one thing, one key criticism I have of him is what does he bring to the table that the likes of Foden and I'd say Grealish as well, definitely. What can he do that they can't? Because Sancho, bear in mind, isn't a particularly fast player. Um, he's very tricky. Foden's tricky. He's got a great eye for a pass, so it's Grealish. Um, he doesn't do those things better than either of those two. And I'd argue yeah. Foden is actually better at both of those things than him right now. So why we don't need we got so many players in that position? Why would we need to bring him? Mm. So I, you know, I get that. I get that. Yeah, uh, Dowling, are you are you taking him though? I am taking him. I'm taking him purely because a I want to see him play, uh, yes. and I would also say that the the opportunities he's been granted in an England shirt so far, I think have been a bit limited. Yeah, and I think. I don't know. I think he probably does have the right attitude to sort of. I think he's got a big personality. I think those yeah. are the kind of people we need. I will say just, like this. just quickly though, I, I do agree with Christian in that every time I've actually seen him play for England, I've been, I've been quite disappointed. I think the point about timidness is is definitely onto something because you see these clips of him playing for Dortmund where he's explosive and doing skill moves to get past people, and and for England he's basically like a touchline hugging. Mm. traditional winger um yeah that could be a yeah, horrible instruction though to be fair well maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah no we got, i'll definitely have a chat with you at some point about that sounds good um but what i want to chat to you about right now these segues every time are <laughs> or is your dark horse for the tournament. Um, and I'm immediately, I'm going to rule off some names. Um, okay. I'm ruling out Belgium. I'm sorry. I'm ruling them out. I, they are the perennial dark horse. Everyone, they are the dark horse country, dark horse team. The darkest of horses. The darkest, black, black beauty or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some horse. I'm ruling out England. I think England are, I, you know, once again, cursing the whole tournament, really sorry. But I think they're too good to be a dark horse. Sorry for us crashing out of the group stage, but that is what it is. <laughs> and then obviously like France, Portugal, you, like, obviously they're, they're great teams. But who's your dark horse? See, I I really struggled with this one. Um, so I've gone with, this is probably more controversial than Sancho, so just setting you up. 
Um, I've gone with Poland, and Ooh. I'm going to oh, caveat. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so we actually ridiculed. I think it was Rice that come out after we played Poland, or just before we played them, and said, you know, they're a big team. They got some great players, and we looked through their team, and they've got some decent players. They got some, you know, some good players. But the reason I've put them as a dark horse is I think any team with Lewandowski in has a chance at doing something. Yeah. Uh, twinned with the fact you've got Suchesny in goal, who seems to have turned into some world-class keeper ever since he left London. <laughs> left my cursed club. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you've got, you've got enough quality in there, I think, to feed Lewandowski. It just all underpins. If Lewandowski is not fit, then yeah. it's a no-go. But... Mm. Really, you know, it's a big, big dark horse. Can I see them winning it? Not really, but they might have a go. Yeah, I think the only thing with Lewandowski is international tournaments. He's always been a little bit underwhelming for me. Not bad, not bad. Never, mm. I never say he was bad. Um, but for a player like him, who I think it's between him and Kane, really, for the best striker in the entire world, uh, one's proved himself for the international stage and one hasn't, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. Oh, admittedly, Lewandowski has always been surrounded by by scrubs, but um, yeah, really bad players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, Christian, which which other so apart from Chesney and like Lewandowski, what are there any other notable uh, Polish players that you think could could have a good tournament? See, I'm gonna, you're going to try and make me pronounce one of Piatti. Who was it? Never. Yeah, I've added a few letters in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, tech, yeah, yeah. I Most think... of those names don't need extra letters added. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Tech, yeah. Um, I think he's a. I think he's a decent player. I think. I think it all depends ultimately on. Mass- massively for me, I think with tournament football, your first game. If if they get a good first game, and they get a bit of confidence in the side, they sort them sort of players mm. thriving, and you can then see the other side of them and that's the sort of thing like you said earlier about yeah. a breakout star that's where you find your breakout stars when you get like a yeah. World Cup South Africa where you've got some players that you'd never even thought of this this is I, I think the reason why I like this shout so much is because it is a truly dark horse one whereas I, I said Italy who like I think in the context of this tournament are a dark horse because mm-hmm. no one's really talking about them no one's really paying attention to them but, but Poland is a true dark horse I think Hammerson suggested Wales, and I think it's on the same sort of level as that, where it's like one or two really good players and then a bunch of guys you have never heard of. <laughs> yeah. I think Hammerson suggested Wales because he lives there, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> Nothing else. Less, less well-reasoned than Christian. <laughs> yeah. I've just had a look here as well at Poland's group, and they've got Spain and Slovakia, which I think that's doable. I think Spain yeah. can have a catastrophic tournament, theoretically. I can see, I can see Spain going out in a group, you know. Yeah. Well, on top in that group, and then you know, they're laughing. Yeah. I mean, Slovakia, who have Slovakia got? Like Marek Hamzik, is he still playing? Probably, yeah, yeah, he probably <laughs> 30, is 39 he? or something. Probably, not. Yeah. <laughs> still got that stupid, like, Mohican. <laughs> <laughs> Spain, are, yeah, Spain have never been the same since that double, double win, really. Yeah, as soon as they, as soon as Costa. Switch nationality. It was like, <laughs> it's like the death of Spain, wasn't it, really, to be honest? I think they, they're my reverse dark horse. I think they're going to surprise everyone by just Your how bad they horse, are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might, they might, like, yeah, the one that Gandalf has. 
Oh, we should add that in, actually. That's good. A light horse. I like that. Who do you think is going to be really shit? <laughs> no, I think Spain are... Oh, I remember there was one... We were talking about it in our group chat, and there was one friendly, I think it was, like a couple months ago, when I think they're facing Germany, or even qualifier, and their squad was out, and we were like, this is terrible. Like, we, we had England have players, players in every single position across the board, which, you know we could never really say the same for, not in my lifetime, at least. Yeah. Um, I just think it's, they've come to the end of their cycle, Spain, yeah. and they're going to need a few more years to get back to it. They've got some interesting players coming through, but yeah. We, you know, we, we talk more about bloody Spain than Poland, to be fair. It's <laughs> <laughs> that much of a dark horse, though. Oh, no, one, no one even wants to talk about them. <laughs> I'm just going to quickly look up their squad. Like, I just want to see like who else is there. I'm, I'm blanking on, on the Poland team. You know, there was that guy who played for PSG. He was like a deep lying midfielder. Korea starts the K. I'm literally not going to say it. But, yeah, um, Krakowia. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know. I think he might have even gone to West Brom, you know. He went to West Brom and got relegated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm looking here at Jakob Blazikowski. Oh my God, he's so old. He's so old. I don't think he's going to play. He's 30, yeah, 35, you know. There's life in the old dog yet. <laughs> that, a very, it, we're getting very sidetracked, but um, I think it was, oh, Adrian Childs. The, one of the funniest football stories I've ever heard was Adrian Childs talking about Jakob Blazikowski, who had witnessed his dad kill his mum um, <laughs> when he was like a five or something. And he scored a penalty in like an international shootout and he said he'd bounced back from that early <laughs> <trauma>. <laughs> <laughs> Bounced back from witnessing his dad kill his mom. <laughs> what? The? Adrian Childs is a gold mine of stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Jeez. he's back. I hope he's back. I know he won't be, but I hope he somehow comes back. Just one more, one last dance, please, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just about wraps it up there, though. Christian, thank you very much for coming on. Some very yeah, it's been a pleasure, mate. There. Very no, interesting answers there. Very different as well from most of the stuff we've had. Very different uh, line of thinking, which I like. That's what we want. Fresh perspective, know? yeah. That's what all this is about. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank you very much. And guys, you know, Football Musketeers. What, when is it you, you stream? Uh, so we, new episodes every Friday at 7. Yeah, weekly episodes. Friday at 7. Very nice. Okay. So check those guys out. And Pat, top left. Love to have you there. Once Thank again. you very much. Love to be here. And we'll see you guys in the next one. And if you enjoyed it, of course, you know, follow it on Spotify. Rate it on Apple Podcasts, share it with your mates, and have a good afternoon. Good afternoon, a good evening. Depends when you listen to this, I suppose. They could be listening <laughs> yeah. to it in the morning. Have a good re- redacted rest of rest of your day. <laughs> rest of your day. <laughs>